Hello, everyone, and welcome to another exciting episode of Lonely River Lighthouse. I am your host, Jose Solorio. So, once again, welcome back, and I just want to say thank you once again for tuning into my podcast and i hope each and every one of you are enjoying a lovely labor day weekend so without further ado let's go on into today's topic so today's topic is uh is really focused on uh i guess i really live by the saying of there's always another way so i searched and looked and you know what word i think best resounded with me or the word I connected with most when talking about you know there always being another way and the word that I actually came across was resolute so per the dictionary it's defined as firmly resolved or determined set in purpose or opinion and when I put it into my own words and how it connects to me is really Regardless of the situation or regardless of the matter at hand, um, even when I fail, I'm able to find something, anything that can change the tide and and make it happen and and be successful in whatever challenges, you know, I am faced with. So, you know, it's important that I or the reason why I chose this topic is it's important to, to realize that right now. A lot of people aren't as connected to, you know, that that sense or that that mentality of being able to dig deep and find another way. You know, what I see a lot of times now is people tend to have one approach. So if you've heard in some of my other in my other episodes, um, which is something I refer to as a winning formula, um, they know maybe one way how to handle something and if it works great and if it doesn't then that's it and they're done with it and there is no intent or goal to do anything else about it and I think that's that's very limiting of course and destructive in a way because you know it just further goes back to people being so complacent and people you know being lazy or Finding themselves in the same situation in life or, you know, whatever is in, you know, whatever's going on with them and find themselves being stuck because, you know, it isn't, it isn't easy work. That's for sure. Um, to dig deep and look at what else is possible here. Uh, I think with failure, which, you know, this is where this stems from, I'm able to see, you know, what didn't work and start from there. And, and, you know, um, here this past week, I actually shared a a picture of myself, um, you know, of, uh, my health journey. So, you know, once again, thank you everybody who showed their support and, uh, all the love that I got on it. So on this picture, um, I showed a picture, a, a comparison of myself. So, you know, it showed me, in June, um, what I looked like and then what I look like, uh, now. So a little backstory, um, you know, this year it started back in, I want to say late March, early April. I was, 
you know, I was just, I was working one day and I started to feel like numbness in my legs. And, you know, I just remember picking something heavy up one time and I felt my legs buckle under me like they, like they weren't there. And, you know, I was able to save myself in that moment. I finished my shift, what what have you, and didn't think much of it. And it wasn't until the very next day when I woke up and, you know, I couldn't feel my legs. I couldn't, you know, get them to work. And they were very slow at any kind of response that I had. And that was by far one of the scariest things I've ever had to deal with um, here recently or in recent memory. And, you know, I come to find out after visiting so many doctors and getting different opinions and scans and tests of all sorts of different kinds of things, poking, prodding, whatever. You know, I came to find out that I actually had quite a few discs that were herniated uh, in my lower back and uh, in my neck. Now, the ones in my lower back were the ones that were affecting, you know, my legs from not working and... You know, it wasn't because of an injury or anything. It's just, you know, years of abuse. I've done hard labor for most of it. And being as how I've always been very hands-on, I got to get myself in the mix and do everything that I possibly can. And, you know, just over time, wear and tear. And that's that's what uh, accumulated. Well, the reason I, um, you know, I posted that picture and why I'm bringing it up now in regards to today's topic is... You know, it wasn't easy. You know, I had a, I had a serious weight problem that was also contributing to the crushing of my spine. But, you know, I wasn't able to do normal functions at first like anybody else that wants to lose weight. You know, I couldn't run. I definitely couldn't lift anything heavy to, to get started. So, you know, it was very easy for me to fall into this sense of, like depression, you know, I was, I was really depressed because I felt so useless. Like, like I mentioned, I've always been somebody that was very hands-on on everything. So to go from that to almost the complete opposite where I could barely even do things for myself. I mean, that was very, that was very, that weighed very heavily on me. And I just remember so many times where I think like, what am I supposed to do or what's, what's going to happen? And, you know, it was so easy to fall into that and just give up. You know, I, I just kept eating because that's, you know, something that I, I did, unfortunately, to cope with it. It made me feel better. Uh, you know, it gave me a, a moment of self-gratification in doing so and forgetting about that just, you know, for that meal. And it just helped uh, exacerbate or make, uh, make worse the situation because, you know, adding weight to myself does definitely does not help my spine in any way. So I just remember that I I just woke up one day and I, I said that I definitely did not want to keep doing this. And that, you know, looking at uh, my family, you know, I have my daughter now whom I think about often and how important she is to me and, you know, her growing up and doing all these things now I wanted to be part of that I want to be able to play with her I want to be able to go to the park with her ride bikes whatever the case is and if I continued that way then it just it wasn't going to work out I wasn't going to be able to be a part of that so um, I guess the first thing that I did was research you know other ways to um, help me get in this way of things so I talked to my doctor who you know I've 
hold to a higher regard because it was very easy for him to just prescribe something to me to feel better but instead you know he gave me other alternatives he um you know sent me a bunch of videos he sent me um you know websites and things like that to look up on exercises and things that I could do that didn't require me to to lift up a bunch of weight so I think for the first month I you know I'd wake up every day and do those exercises a lot of you know bending and uh or not really bending but you know movement of my body in a certain way that wasn't uncomfortable that actually helped alleviate a lot of pressure and and everything else I, I like to think almost like yoga but you know not not to that degree and so from that as soon as I started being able to do that I got a little more mobility and from there yeah I found myself you know going to the gym to walk the treadmill or something like that um, or lift very little weight I'm talking five ten pounds you know I'm a big guy and everything in the gym uh, picking up uh, you know five ten pound weights uh you know, it was, uh, it's kind of funny to see, I'm sure for other people, but, uh, you know, a lot of people don't really look and see what's everybody's situation. So, you know, um, just starting little by little, I, you know, and even to this day, I don't, I don't do anything that would put myself in danger or make things worse, but, um, you know, I just, it starts from even just wanting to make a change, make something happen and finding an alternative you know if they're not able to do it a traditional way or you know your winning formula way so you know thank you for for listening to that um not a lot of people actually know what i've what i've gone through over this over this year but uh you know that's just a, a peek through into to what's been but uh as i mentioned it's it's something that's very you know i like to say connected to you know, what i'm talking about today um so more than anything you know it's very easy for me to talk about it but you know I like each and every one of you to kind of understand my thought process to be able to break things down I know um you know working at my last job uh I was a restaurant manager and you know anybody who works in food service and things like that knows that every day is a challenge every day something is going to happen and you know I as the manager have to come up with a solution, uh, you know, uh, anything that's gonna, you know, sometimes on the spot that's gonna help alleviate whatever challenges are, are coming our way. So I re I remember that a lot of my associates would always tell me like, how, how is it that you're so quick at being able to come up with something on the fly? Like, how are you able to just assess the situation and come up with a solution uh, quickly and efficiently and it works you know and I think uh, I think I've actually had that thought in my mind for a long time it's so it's so easy to do something but you know it, it's a whole different challenge and, and a whole different realm to be able to explain it all you know whatever happens in my mind in that split second I never really thought about the depth of everything that goes on for me to just make it happen but I'm doing I'm gonna do my best to try to break it down for all of you. So first and foremost, the first thing I always do is uh you know, step back. So something happens and you know, it's really good or it's really easy to to be impulsive at times. I think uh, you know, as humans, most of us are impulsive and we do what whatever comes to mind immediately, you know, without really thinking about it. So I think it's always good to kind of step back, uh, take a breather or you know, take a moment 
and assess the situation. Okay, you know, what's what's the matter at hand here? And then uh, the next thing I usually do is assess, you know, where, where it didn't work. So where in this process that we were doing or where in this task, challenge, conversation, whatever you want to apply to it, where did it not work? And then it's also important to acknowledge why it didn't work. So you know where it happened, but also why didn't it work at this particular moment in time or action or conversation? Um, you know, so based on that, when you've fully acknowledged where it didn't work and why it didn't work, it's uh, it's important to determine what's uh, what's next from what I've learned. So if something doesn't work and, you know, some deem it a failure, some, you know, if, if your your language is based in that. But, um, you know, there's a lesson learned from that. So what is it that you learn from that which did not work and decide, OK, so what am I going to try next? And, you know, that that actually also has its own steps in it as well, because one, you can or, you know, I suggest that you do research or ask questions or ask for others opinions as I mentioned earlier, you know, being in the restaurant, I think a lot of where I was able to problem solve so quickly was because I utilized the people around me. So I knew that I had people that had, you know, been actually doing it longer than I had. And I would always, I would always ask for their opinions. Well, how do you see this? How do you see that? What do you think about this? What do you think about that? Or in the past, what would you guys do? That kind of thing. So it's not beyond anybody to be able to take that extra step to be able to learn something new that's going to apply to whatever you're trying to to accomplish. Uh, And then it's also important to remember that, you know, you got to take a risk, you know, especially in your next action, it's going to be something that is unknown. So it's a risk, whatever you decide after you've researched, asked for an opinion or, you know, um, you know, asked any questions is to, you know, take that risk in your next action and remember to not be afraid of failure. You know, uh, there's a slight possibility that it may fail again and you can't let that deter you from being able to take a risk. That is the only way that you're able to get past it because you've already done your first approach. You've already attempted it a certain way, the way that you knew how, and it didn't work. So that which is unknown, if you guys remember from my last episode... Uh, You know, for us, it's very hard when we're unsure of what the outcome is going to be to take that risk. You know, fear, unfortunately, takes control of very much of our lives and how we act or react to many different things. And you can't let that control you. And first and and then last and, you know, certainly but not least, too, is, uh, you know, having the consistency is every single moment that you find yourself in this particular dilemma of you know something not working and attempting to find another way is to is me going through this process over and over and over again every single time I do the same process and it may seem long and drawn out now I know going through this breaking it down even myself I'm like wow I'm able to do all of that in such a a short period of time well you know I only got to that point because I've had practice you know, the consistency, it's almost, you know, like a muscle. If you don't use it, you know, it it doesn't develop. So starting off or starting out, you may feel a little frustrated because you feel like you're not getting it or that it takes too long or it's a lot of work. It's, you know, it's not something you're used to. 
Um, for myself, the earliest I can remember even being able to do something like this was probably at about five or six years old that I, I just started having this thought process on how to handle situations. So I've had, you know, 25 years of practice to be able to harness this craft and, and, and do it as quickly as I can. And for some of you that are only going to start doing so, uh, it's only natural that at first, yeah, you won't be as quick. But over time, when you keep doing it over and over and over again, it becomes a habit and it becomes like second nature and you're not having to even stop and think about it. It just becomes part of you to be able to do that in every situation. If you could just take a moment and imagine how different or how much different your life would be when you're able to implement something like that, when every time that you're met with a challenge, even some of the challenges that don't seem possible to overcome you know how much different would your life look like when you're able to get through those when you're able to stop throwing your hands up in the air when you're able to stop uh putting yourself down for failing when you're able to you know persevere at the face of adversity i believe that at any given point in our lives we all need help from somewhere to be able to overcome certain things but i also firmly believe that there are certain challenges and victories that come in our lives that come from us and only from our own actions and resoluteness to be able to make that happen this has uh, definitely been interesting as I mentioned, to be able to break this down, um, to really take a step back and I guess write down or jot down literally pace by pace what goes on in my mind in that split second to make the impossible possible. And I hope that this may have helped, you know, some of you into being able to, to start training that muscle and start, um, thinking outside the box and doing things for yourselves and for your lives that are going to elevate you to that next level. So I just uh, want to say thank you again uh, for tuning in. And this does conclude our, uh, our episode for today. And I am very much looking forward to next week's episode. Um, I just want to say thank you again to everybody that's been showing me support and you know, I'm very, very grateful for all of you who reach out and, you know, give me, uh, you know, your kind words. And I especially uh, appreciate those of you that give me your feedback. Uh, you are very, very, uh, very much appreciated and very important to me. Um, so without further ado, uh, this will conclude our episode. And I hope each and every one of you enjoys your the rest of your Labor Day weekend. Until next time, this has been Lonely River Lighthouse.